Assalamu alaikum, Shaykh. Wa alaikum salam. I've been watching your channel for quite a while. I've been raised a Christian and have not taken my shahada. Do I need to do that before I take my bayah? Also, where do I begin with my practices? I try to do it all and feel overwhelmed and end up stopping if I forget some, something. With wudu, what are the basic steps? One website tells me one way, other tells me another, and the same with salah. All my friends that I am friends with are Arabs, so I don't say a lot looking into Sufism. Can you please help me with just the basics I need to do and how many times Inshallah. I need to do salah? I'm really overwhelmed and I don't know what to do. Inshallah. <laughs> this is from Help Me? Help me. Yeah, Inshallah. We, I think once these guys get, get a hold of that, they're going to send the email to you that uh, describes everything to go slowly. That you take your shahada right away, ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Very easy, that's it. That you accept the oneness of Allah and that Sayyidina Muhammad is the messenger of Allah As far as accepting the tariqah then go to the app and they'll start sending you the emails for the app. And everything is so nicely put onto the app that you have all the recitations, you have the awrad and everything to recite. And you go always at a speed that's slow. Mawlana Shaykh would describe that it's like a suit. If you make it too heavy, you're always looking to put it away somewhere. You know, you make it like a backpack 500 pounds and every five minutes you think, this is too heavy for me, I'm going to put it down. So to go slow but consistent is then favored by Allah To go fast and give it up is disliked. So everything slowly, slowly. And best at any time in your spirituality and in your religious practices not to converse with people what you're doing, how you're doing it because everybody is on a different page when it comes to religion. And the overwhelming position of, of religious people in the Western world are of a Wahhabi ideology. Whether they know it or they've been influenced, influenced by it at the masjid. So they'll say, no I'm not Wahhabi but they've been listening to the Wahhabi <coughs> Imam because all the Imams are paid by, by the Rabitat al-Islamiyya, all their organizations and the MSA is controlled by uh, Rabitat al-Islamiyya and all of the organizations that the Wahhabis have established in America and in the West. So if you're hearing those Imams, well they're indoctrinating you into the Wahhabi ideology. So and even if… Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Shaykh Najam, thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan. There's many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream. Every bit counts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. They're not best to keep to yourself and communicate, watch the live broadcast and communicate by email. That, should I do this, I do this, you do that slowly, keep to yourself because the spiritual path is something private and for ourselves. 
We don't want to make the path something that we brag about, oh, you know, I'm feeling this, I'm doing like this. You talk to the wrong person like that, they become envious and before you know it they begin to attack what you're doing. Don't do that, oh my God, oh this shirk, this like this and they're, they're meant and Allah describes in Surat Al-Munafiqeen that they, they take shahada but their shahada is a means in which to confuse people. So it means they start coming in and making everything forbidden, everything wrong until people leave Islam. So shaitan sends these people this type of belief actually to make people leave Islam. So in these days of darkness it's best to take your Islam from the internet. Just sit in the safety of your couch, watch the live broadcast, learn on your own pace, go to the website, read from the app. There's an abundance of these articles. Don't keep going to different sources and now cross-contaminating everything you learned. Keep to one thing. It's like again like you enrolled in Stanford University and you're now taking a curriculum from Stanford, you can't go down the street to a different college and start reading their books. So, but he's a math teacher too but he's going to teach something different and it's not going to be on your test. So you stick with the one school that you enrolled in and learn from the curriculum and go slowly, slowly, slowly. That way when you communicate with emails the shaykh can then begin to tell you, what well, did you do like this? Then you should experience like this. Did you do like this? You should experience like that. But if we mix things from many different sources, no shaykh will know what you're doing and where your difficulty is coming from and, and why you're not achieving what's needed to be achieved. So you enroll and you take the course, you take the curriculum and you try your best to achieve from that reality. And if you're guided to this channel it's because your heart is guided to the teachings and the style of teachings and the knowledges that are being taught. So you means that there's already an affinity within the heart because you can't force people to turn to somebody and say, I don't understand what that guy's saying, I don't even understand what he's talking about or teaching. So you have to follow the heart in spirituality, that my heart resonates with what he teaches and how he teaches. And as a result that's a companionship and a bond that Allah has already written that in an ancient time. So when you come to that vibration and you, and you pay attention to your heart, your heart is already vibrating and if, if it vibrates and links then you've made a connection and a link and then you don't need to go here and there and left and right and don't break that loyalty and break that connection. But if you're forced to be sitting somewhere and say, I don't feel anything, I don't know what this person is talking about, my heart doesn't resonate with what they're teaching and how they're teaching, then you continue until your heart resonates to what it has to achieve. So the heart doesn't lie, the mind does. So your mind will play tricks on you and other people's mind will play tricks on you. But that's why you isolate everyone's mind and their opinions and you're alone by yourself as you will be alone in the grave. So you're not going to have friends come into the grave and give you opinions, you're going to be in the grave by yourself. So as a result then I meditate and contemplate, make my connections, says, my heart resonate with this? Then I do my practices, what I achieve from my spiritual practices is nobody's business. And if I talk about it they become jealous and, and discouraged so it becomes a very… a path of solitude which is for me. I don't have to share it to my whole family, they're not going to understand it all because Allah didn't guide them for that. So as I, I walk alone with my Lord 
and on my path. And the more that I can keep that and keep what being dressed upon me, keep what reality is being pushed into the heart, then the happier that Allah is because it's a person whom is, is developing themselves without anyone knowing, inshaAllah. As Alaikum Sayyidi Walaykum As Salaam wa Sayyidi, last night you mentioned about arrogance and also about music. Is there a relationship between the two? Does listening to bad music have a relationship to arrogance? Sure, it's a destruction of, of, of your energy. So remember that shaitan is playing with words. So there's these Arabic words that they're trying to translate into English and manipulating people's minds. Same you'll find with riba. Usury is not a profit index in business. Usury is clearly usury is loan sharking. That's when you charge an exorbitant rate and that can be in any form of business. When your rate is so high it's usury, that's forbidden. But a profit index in a, in a business transaction is not forbidden. But they're playing with words to make the nation in difficulty. So same, they come on to this broadcast and say, music is forbidden, why are you guys making music? It's not music. This is divinely praising, yusabbihu wa bihamdi, Allah teaching now advanced quantum. Think these people didn't know 1500 years ago string theory. Imagine what Islam brought onto this earth where Allah is telling Prophet because this would all come out in the last days, yusabbihu wa bihamdi, for verily everything is praising me. Then fast forward 1500 years they found in quantum, they found that this form has atoms, these atoms have lights, these lights have actually energy. And they found that everything is an energy being and based on string theory it's vibrating. So that's a praise, everything is existing because of a praise. These are all the secrets of Qur'an that Allah is giving to them. So then if everything is based on a sound, you make good sounds, it's praise. Make bad sounds, they call music. So is, is bad sounds allowed? No. Harming yourself, is it allowed? No, it's common sense. Is it punishable by death? No. Make tawbah. You want to listen to some band that you're not supposed to be? Well, better not to, it's not good for your heart, make tawbah. You're not going to be executed for that. So it's, a, it's, it's Allah's advice for us that, did you want to build yourself or you want to destroy yourself? And then they're finding now that these children who listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, that they actually then have psychological difficulties, what we call possession and energies. When you listen to a lot, enough low vibration, what happens with low vibrations? that many lower energies and, and negative energies can come close to you and they begin to have all sorts of mental difficulties. We attribute it to sound because we know the reality of it. They want to give medications but if you go back to these youth and a great majority of them 
is the sounds that they're listening to are changing their vibration, they're getting heart palpitations, they're getting all sorts of difficulties. And then what else they're doing is the gaming, right? Spiritual teaching is that whatever your eyes are looking at is directly affecting your heart, right? So then what awliya came and said, keep your nazar bal qadam, keep your eyes on your feet because your eyes are absorbing. As much as you look, it's filling your heart. So of course you can't make tafakkur, you can't contemplate because your heart is filled with all the wickedness of what you looked at. So there's a direct connection between eyes and heart. So then imagine these kids all day long looking, 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 you're gonna get a heart attack, you're gonna have heart difficulties. You're overwhelming your hard drive with images that you're not taking off the drive, you're not cleaning the drive. So what happens with your computer? When you download 10 million uh, graphic files, you'll crash the hard drive. So no doubt they're having difficulty in their heart, they have difficulty with their energy and as a result shaitan is destroying their energy field. So these same kids that play video games, they can't read anymore. They have no more attention span. That's why our videos stop being a half hour long. We're now at a one minute length video. We went from 30 minutes to one minute overnight, right? Because nobody has an attention span to sit for 30 minutes and learn something. Why? These video games, this life of, of, of uh, constant adrenaline and, and dopamines into the mind, into the brain, how they can sit and read? This is intentional. Shaitan is trying to destroy a community and a group uh, and, a, and a population of people whom will never be able to read, to achieve, to go into higher knowledges. So then there was a movie or it was like a comedy movie of a generation of people who only drink Mountain Dew and play video games. What was that media, movie called? Idiosyncrasy, yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> we're in that right now. We went from 30 minute video to our demographics can only be one minute. Because they have no attention span, they just want to go from one stimulus to the next stimulus, next stimulus and they want to drink an energy drink just to keep them stimulated because otherwise they get tired. And we're right at that point and that's all the shaitan wanted. So as a result they can't meditate, they can't contemplate, they can't gain any higher knowledge. Why? So that they can never work in higher jobs so they'll be a manual force of labor forever. And they won't even try to achieve higher jobs and they ask them, what do you want to do for a career? I want to be an influencer. Influencer? Be millions of people nobody's gonna give you money for influencing anything, that's shaitan's trap. So we know it's the end of times, inshaAllah Allah save us and bless us inshaAllah. <coughs> Sayyidi, is the nafs something that is an internal enemy and should be constantly <coughs> fought or can it be trained and converted into a friend that assists in the tariqah? <laughs> yeah, not, not, not that easy like that but uh, nafs is, is something created from jahannam. So <laughs> that reality, it comes from uh, like a hellfire and it finds its companionship with shaitan, with, with other hellfire beings. 
as a result it's the one becomes shariq is with shaitan, never becomes shariq with Allah There's no way to be a shariq with Allah The shariq is with the nafs and shaitan coming together and destroying you. The practices that Prophet brought was to harness the nafs. So it's a continuous weight and a continuous saddle upon the nafs to break it down. But Prophet described, don't leave me for a blink of an eye to my nafs. Means if you think every one day that you're tamed and you're good, you're gonna go out and he's not gonna try to eat you, you're already lost. So if Prophet is warning us, don't leave me for a blink of an eye and think I trained this and it's, it's, oh we're good, we're buddies, but you think of it as like a fierce creature. That if you do your practices, Allah give you sort of a very wicked saddle, you're, you're hold it and, and it's very fearful of you. But if in a moment you become heedless, this thing will jump on you and, and devour you and it's waiting to destroy you. So that, that has an immense difficulty and that's why all the practices, you never let go of the practices, don't stop the practices because that's a beast that's just waiting to overtake you. So where do you see that? are lion tamers. We've given many references to that. For the lion tamer he comes a little bit too overly showmany and he forgot he's in a cage with lions. And they get a little bit angry and he turns his back and all of a sudden the lion jumps him, the other one jumps him and he thought these were his buddies. You know, no but you whipped him a little bit too much, now that lion is very angry and they don't forget and he's coming after you. He just needs you to keep your back to him. He'll jump you, as soon as he jump you the other one jumps you in the front. So the, the dealing of the nafs of people is the same for the shaykh. So they're always vigilant, their association like lion tamers. They know that the nafs of people are very angry. Why? Because the, the teachings and, and the, the restrictions on the teachings makes every, every energy to be sort of aggressive. They can control it with the qudra and energy from Allah but as soon as you get into the car your nafs is all over the place. I don't know what that guy would say, I don't agree with anything, what Because that, that's your lion coming. Oh gosh, I'm happy he didn't do that there because you would have tried to attack the shaykh. But because of the, the barakah they keep that all calm in this environment but that's how you know what your nafs is. As soon as you get in the car and leave about 10 feet away from the tajalli of here, just listen to yourself and listen, oh this one like that, why they serve the food like that, why is like this? What was the, there was like salad dressing on my thing, so not so fine, everything. Remember the people who would get angry at why the zikr's late, why the food is late, why is like this? Because this is the nafs of people. But yeah, never trust your nafs. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzat amiyasifu wa salaamun al-mursaleen, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wa hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa. Basira Surat Al-Fatiha. As-salamu alaykum wa barakatuh. This is Shaykh Nurjan, thank you for watching the video that you're watching. InshaAllah if you're happy with the content and happy with these programs, please support the button below the programs that we have for our orphanage repairs, our water well, give the gift of life, our mobile food vans. We have now five vans, Vancouver, Chicago, Los Angeles, Pakistan many programs that reach thousands of people and rescue foods and give those supplies to people in need. Your support is greatly appreciated. Also, 
be so kind as to leave uh, loving comments and please share the stream. Every bit counts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.